Later in 99, they released what was to be the first of many live albums, Shibuya Rock Transformed Jotai and the Destruction Baby EP, besides showing off their live canon. However, in the studio, things were going to change for our plucky Japanese pixies. And they came to the attention of US Big Shot producer David Friedman, fresh off producing the Flaming Lips, Mercury Rev, Mogwai, and he was on a roll. As a side note, Wikipedia has Friedman down as producer to Schoolgirl Distortional Addict. Um, this is not true. He joined them for the Destruction Baby EP and stayed until the end. He did retrospectively remaster the reissue of Schoolgirl Distortional Addict, but by that time he was full Friedman and turning everything up to 11. Anyway, with single Urban Guitar Sayonara and 2000 album Sapu Kai, this collaboration really took shape. The early influences are still there, but they are deeper, better produced, darker, and with much more depth. Gone is the hysterical, nostalgic pop. And here comes more cynicism, railing about society, and the optimism seems to be gone. The sound remains pure number girl. Guitar solos, driving bass, speed, and key changes. But there's now something else in there entirely. The title translates as tastelessness. And a lot of the singing is now replaced by screaming, raw anger, reminiscent of the Pixies again, Black Francis. As an album, it takes the band in a new direction, yet still holding on to their core sound. A move that would continue as we move towards the band's big finale. Friedman is back for 2002's Numb Heavy Metallic. His first album after properly hitting his peak as a producer uh, with Flaming Lips, Steve Yashimi Battles the Pink Robots. Sorry, Yashimi Battles the Pink Robots. Number Girl had toured in the US with uh, Poly6, essentially the Japanese Devo, who are still putting out insanely good stuff to this day. And they returned to Japan as one of the biggest indie rock acts in the country. The band had evolved musically, thematically, culturally, stylistically and so when they released their what was to be their final album it was at the peak of that evolution bringing in japanese vocal styles big traditional japanese drums math rock guitar spoken word rants all wrapped up in those melodic post hardcore guitars this album is fierce it swoops it falls apart it gets back up and i genuinely believe gives us something unique it is bold, considering they were indie rock darlings. It is confrontational, offering criticism of Japanese society in a way none of their peers were doing at the time. And it is a perfect swan song. After major Japanese touring to support the uh, album, bassist Kentaro told the band he wanted to leave. So they announced they'd wrap up the tour, play a final show and call it quits. They ended their final show with the opener from their first album, Omoidi in my head. And this is a fitting, symmetrical bookmark for a band that have influenced many in Japan, yet no one seems to know about them. 